Hello, hello, and welcome to Semi Grown Up, a podcast all about navigating university life. So, I figured that with exam seasons and assessment season, everything seasons coming up, including GCSEs and A levels, which is something you might find useful, it was really important to start talking about and open the conversation about study tips because it's not easy. A lot of people find it hard and I myself have always struggled with motivation and studying and so any kind of tips would have been greatly appreciated. Abby is the absolute expert when it comes to things like this, study tips, life advice. She runs a whole TikTok account so she'll tell you all about that. So I figured she would be the perfect guest but I'll let her tell you more about that later down the line. So... How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, um, good, thank you. I haven't really been up so much recently, so I've not got very much exciting stories to share or anything, thanks to COVID. But mm. <laughs> I mean, we're all getting through the Netflix catalogue pretty quickly. So, I mean, oh, yeah. that's exciting as it gets, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think my like events calendar's pretty much been squeezed squeezed dry thanks to covid but there are only so many quizzes you can do before you start to get a little bit (laughs) fed up um okay so so what are you watching on netflix at the minute are you watching anything on netflix i am i'm actually um, been watching the crown it's so good i never thought i would like it because the royal family is not something that i previously thought been that interested in but since watching it it's become sort of a new fascination for me so i started watching it i think i got about three episodes in and i mean the, the drama it was too much for me to handle you know I watch <laughs> I watch Bake Off and that makes me cry I can't deal with death and lion hunting it's, it's all too much for me I know yeah have you watched Bridgerton no I haven't is it good oh yeah it's really it's really good yeah I would recommend Bridgerton highly I think I'm a massive fan of um like period costumes but I don't like period dramas and so oh really yeah so what's the actual script like is that kind of more like drama-ish or is it kind of modern I'd say it's probably got a bit of a modern twist to it and I think the way that they film it as well has got quite a bit of a modern twist I'd say I mean I don't know that much about the actual period so I don't know how accurate it is but I mean it's more of like a soppy like rom-commy sort of thing I think um okay so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're here (laughs) So for some, I guess, context, so I'm Abby, I'm 19, and I'm currently studying BA Geography at Newcastle Uni, so it's like human geography, if you know, you know, like with geography, you have physical and human, so I've gone down the human side of things, and I have a TikTok called Uni with Abby, where I post study tips and help for uni students to try and help them and sort of make uni as less stressful as possible. That's actually how I found you. I saw Abby's text and I was like, I have to have her on here because <laughs> I am not qualified to be talking about studying. So I figured that um, obviously with assignment season coming up and everything else going ahead, someone who has actually done super well so far this year and put in loads of hard work would be far more qualified to talk about it than me. So, um, but they're obviously these tips are useful all throughout the year everything we're going to talk about today because people are constantly having assignments essays weekly reviews everything and balancing all of this can be really hard but I'll let Abby take the floor do you want to start by sharing your process of like working through assignments where you start and how you keep motivated throughout yeah definitely um I think in terms of like the process of me doing an assignment I try to start at least two weeks in advance before the assignment I think if you get stressed early this is like super important I think to reduce stress around exams even more, I think to sort of plan in ahead really helps with that. 
I know some people do thrive off the stress of like leaving an exams the night before but that's just not me I, I don't like that stress and that pressure I think I'd rather start it before and have extra time and I think if you do have like a big cluster of essays do it I think in January I had six doing in the space for two weeks yeah I know <laughs> I think it's really important to sort of start them I think I started them all like a month before so I had time to sort of plan them and write them I think in terms of motivation I think there's a quote somewhere that says habit is permanent motivation is temporary and I think that's really important with getting into doing work is to sort of make it a habit I think motivation for me is like it doesn't it's not permanent but I think I've sort of built these habits of doing work every day and I think that is really key. How would you go about building it as a habit? Like, um, is it just a matter of repeating it and sticking with it? Or are there any specific tips to make it more like interesting and engaging? I think in terms of making it a habit, it's sort of setting, dedicate. I think I set dedicated times each day. So each day I will do uni work typically like either from 9am or 10am till 5pm and then have a break. And I think it's sort of putting that into every day that that is when I'm going to do uni work. And I think really other thing that really helps me is having like a dedicated space in your room that you're going to work at and say that when actually, you know, when I sit here, I'm only going to do work and I'm not going to procrastinate. And then I think you sort of like you, it's like, I think it's called like place attachments. You sort of attach that place that to the action of doing work. I think that's really key as well. That's really useful because obviously a lot of students go to study at the library and at the minute that's not an option. And so I think um, a lot of universities are actually promoting building a study space in whatever way you can, whether it's just sticking a table against a wall. And Mm. you've obviously had like a lot of success with essays and assignments and that's posted all over your TikTok (laughs) and we're so proud of you for it. Um, But have you ever had an essay or an assignment come back that maybe hasn't gone the way you wanted it to? Yeah I've actually had a few that have gone like that and I think it's like really important for anyone listening to know that like we're all human that we all make mistakes and it's not normal to do well all the time and if you did I would probably be worried if anything because that's like a bit like a robot sort of thing that you can like bash out all these really high essays and I think like I think I got an essay back I think it was the TikTok you saw that I got a 90 on but I think I wouldn't have been able to get an essay that high if I hadn't got ones in the like lower marks because the feedback from them is what allowed me to build it up to that higher mark and I think essay writing is also like in uni in general is such an iterative process like it's about going back and editing and making yourself like a better academic so I think I think getting essays that you're not as happy with is just as important as getting ones that you are and I don't think that people should be beating themselves up about it if they've got one back that they're not as happy with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I think that on paper is an incredible mindset to have. But like, I know for a fact that if I get something back and it's not what I wanted, like I will beat myself up over it. So do you have any advice for like bouncing back and trying to like taking a defeat and taking it in your stride rather than letting it define you? I think one thing that I found really helped me is trying to not compare like my progress to other people's. And I think sometimes it's really hard if you get an essay back and it's say like 40 something and then like your friend's got like 72 and you're so down about it. But I think it's remembering that like your journey is different to them and that you're going to stumble in different places to where they maybe won't stumble. And I think that's really important. And I think sort of reminding yourself like the end goal of what you're working towards is really is really key as well but I I do think it's natural to get upset about grades and I don't think anyone should beat themselves up about it because I would say that I haven't but I have I think everyone's been there when you've got a really guilty yeah like it breaks you down and it does really really knock your confidence but I think it's just important to remember that like it doesn't define your like entire academic journey this like one grade 
we've already covered how to write an actual essay but when it comes to exams that's something that a lot of people struggle with um because you know you have weeks to prepare for an essay and then when it comes to an exam it's all in one moment so do you have any tips for studying making sure you the information is retained I think one of the things that I found really key with exams is I think it is just recall I think I think recall is just the word for it yeah Yeah. I think is just going over and over again I can't I can't think of the graph right now but there's a there's a graph that shows how long you've got to retain knowledge in order to remember it and I think if you I think you've got to keep sort of going over it and again and again and again and making it go in and also trying to get um, your friends to check you and question you that sort of makes it stick for me as well as if I have someone to question me and ask me questions that really helps consolidate the knowledge and I think as well finding out what sort of learner you are is really important because I think if you're like I'm a visual learner so for me just sort of like reading stuff over and over again doesn't help me but if I sort of have flashcards with pictures on them and then a word that really helps but also if you're a bit an audio learner maybe record yourself speaking and the information you need to retain and then listening to it back. Okay so how do you find out what kind of learner you are is that something you can do through like an online test something like that? I did an online test and I think mine told me that I'm a visual learner and then also an, I think an auditory learner but I think also there's sort of certain signs that you can look for and I think if you look online there is sort of a checklist of what each learner like constitutes and I think you will often find like you're I would assume maybe by now most people know what revision works for them but also if they don't that's like completely fine I only really realized last year that I'm more of a visual learner because it's the sort of like the colors and the images that stick in my head not necessarily the word but I think doing an online test is is how I found out and I think that's probably really helpful to do. So can you think of any other parts of the studying process that would be important to talk about any like other hurdles to overcome i have written down some tips about procrastination because i think that's something that a lot of people will struggle with and i think that was i don't know like i think the top thing when i speak to my friends about like uni work is like oh like i can't stop procrastinating yep so, so i think procrastination is so common and i think it's so easy to fall into and i think one of the key things is that like procrastination is a habit as well so it's breaking that habit of procrastinating and stopping yourself from laying into it And I think you've got to accept that your brain is going to want to flow to procrastination. But instead of sort of like sinking into it, like accepting it and recognising that signs and acting upon it. And I think like one of the things I'd say is work out why you're procrastinating. You know, is it because you don't want to do the task? Because if so, I would say do that task first and early in the day to get it out of the way. I think that's really important. Like don't leave the task you don't want to do to the end of the day. Because I mean, I'm not even going to do them at that point, probably. Um, I think like yeah like I said do the tasks you least want to do first and then get yourself away from distractions like if I have work to do I will just not have my phone near me that's because I will just go on it if I see the notifications coming through and then I think like it's the language that you use when you work so instead of saying like you like oh I like I need to write this essay say like I write I'm choosing to do this essay like make it that you are deciding to do the work yourself I think that's important too in sort of telling your brain that you actually know like I want to do this I'm not being forced to do it and then I think another thing is that like, I'm really guilty of this. If I like procrastinate for a bit, I'll let it like ruin my entire morning. Like, oh no, I've wasted 10 minutes. Like I can't do any work now. Like I've ruined it. Like it's all gone to pot. But like, just like forgive yourself for procrastinating and just move on from it. I think that's really like important. Don't think because you've just had like a couple of really like unmotivated days, we've not done much work. Don't let that sort of set you back. I think just accept that you procrastinate and move on. 
Okay, so um, do you think that maybe there's like a better time to study during the day? Because obviously there's that whole thing of like some people like studying at day, some people like studying at night. Like, is there any kind of rhyme or reason there? Or is it just like whenever's best for you? Do you reckon? I think it really is sort of whenever's best for you, I think. Because I, I personally, I work best in the mornings. I'm, I love being like up in the morning. That's when I'm most productive. But I know a lot of my friends like working at night and they like working in the evening and like in the darkness, which is fine I think it is just finding when works best for you and when you're most productive but I think there is I think there has been studies done that do show though that often I think like I said with the tasks that you want to do at least like you are most productive on a morning and I think that's when your brain is working the best is when you have just woken up but as I said I think in terms of like long periods of studying I think it's just sort of pushing them into your day to whenever fits fits you so I would probably start earlier finish earlier but then I think a lot of people I know would probably start later and then work later into the night so I think it is just whenever fits your routine and you better because I think doing studying and doing work is such a personal pro process like it's not a one-size-fits-all thing okay so on that um study schedules we've all seen them mapped out hour by hour how do you even go about creating one I think it's just fitting it fitting it around your hobbies and what you want to do with the day I think, I mean, this probably isn't really relevant now because every, everything's shut, isn't it? But I think when I was revising for, like, I like to go to the gym sort of like in the, in like the evening. And then I would sort of fit my work around that and make sure that you have time to do the stuff that you enjoy. Because if you're just sort of doing a whole day of work and you're not having sort of anything to look forward to during that day, you're not going to want to do it. So say if you like really look forward to like lunch and like you really enjoy making yourself a nice lunch, like make sure that you're giving yourself like an hour at lunchtime and it's something, there's something there that you can look forward to. Or if you want to go on a morning walk, maybe start your work a little bit later so you can go on a walk. I think it's just really like tailoring it to your interests and what you want to get out of the day as well. What do you like to do in your breaks? I mean, at the minute, because of COVID, not, not a lot. But I think one of the things that I've found really helpful for me is to try and if I'm doing work say like two hours of work at my desk is then if I have a half an hour break like taking my laptop and sitting like downstairs like in my uni kitchen and like watching an episode I think I'm watching like Parks and Recreation for about like the seventh time now and like watching that and like having a cup of tea and sort of like making sure that I'm sort of creating a divide between my workspace and like my personal space but I know obviously that's really difficult at the minute because obviously a lot of us probably go to the library and go to other study spaces but I think trying to do that in your own home as much as you can or if if you are if people are at home I think I mean I'm in my student house at the minute but if you're at home like making sure like chatting to someone in your house or, like chatting to your parents or just just doing something to break it up I think really helps me so when I come back I feel even more focused and I've not sort of had my break at the space where I've just done like an hour of work at. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that's really important to note is figuring out how to maintain your own personal well-being while also looking at like your academic well-being, because we we talk about it a lot here about like mental health and students. But I think it, it does get forgotten, especially in exam season and assignment season where everyone's like, I've got to work on this. I can't sleep. And so you've completely hit on the nail there about balancing that. Completely. And I mean, I have really bad anxiety. And I think if I like when my anxiety has been the worst is when I've made myself revise for like nine hours a day with no breaks and it just makes it so much worse and I think it's really important that like if you sort of let your mental health deteriorate while you're pushing and pushing to get these higher grades like your own it's only going to detriment you more in the long run I think having spending that time on yourself is so important okay and finally study skills um I I don't know how to phrase this as a question um but 
we're always told when we leave university, the skills that we learn are going to be transferable. But a lot of us don't believe that because we don't necessarily see them. But do you think there's anything that we learn and develop through the natural process of, you know, studying and assignments that really will benefit in the wider scope? I think one of the things that pops into my head is probably self self-discipline I think you learn a lot in uni that it's it's all down to you and that you have to now manage your time I think in secondary school in sixth form in particular you have like a calendar what is it called not calendar a timetable you can type means <laughs> like a, a timetable don't you and it's sort of nine to ten I'm gonna do this ten to eleven it's this and I think uni you have to plan that time for yourself and I think a lot of that is similar to probably a re- like a real world job they're not going to sort of timetable your day for you I mean you'll have meetings but it's going to be up to you to get those tasks done and prioritize them I think that's definitely something that's transferable perfect okay so I think that's all from us so I just want to say a massive thank you to Abby for joining us today it's been a pleasure to have you and your wonderful mind with us <laughs> and yeah so would you like to tell us a little bit more about your TikTok? Remind us why we need to go there and check it out. Yeah, so my TikTok is at uni with Abby. And yeah, I mean, go check it out if you'd like to. That would be great. I post help and tip videos to students and just trying to sort of provide students with help as best they can. I try to cover everything from sort of essay plans, how to do uni reading, and then just sort of like positivity and having a positive outlook with uni. So hopefully any person would be able to take something away from that well that's what I hope anyway is that people will be able to take something away from it brilliant okay so if there's anything you'd like to hear me talk about here on this podcast you can let me know by dming me at semi-grown-up-podcast on instagram or emailing me at semi-grown-up-podcast at gmail.com so if you go over to our instagram we have a whole link tree in our bio which has all of our links including to the blog the tiktok and all of the streaming platforms in case you want to listen on apple Podcasts one week and spotify the next um so if you actually are interested in coming on the podcast to talk about anything at all or as i said you've got something you want to hear us talk about just reach out to me on any of those platforms you can also reach me to promote anything university related or any upcoming events i know the elections are right around the corner so if anyone wants to come on and chat about that you're more than welcome yeah so once again a massive thank you to abby for coming on board and have a lovely week bye